0: welcome to get offset uh-oh is it your turn i
1: don't know is it
0: i i actually don't remember so just well, welcome well, to get offset podcast my name is emily
1: well <laughs> well well, well.
0: Oh, it, comes it, to the it, is your, it was your turn. It was your turn because you <laughs> shaved last week.
1: Oh yeah, that that was only a week ago. It Feels like ages. Been a whole new man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, I, I, yeah. I'm finding myself like still like out of habit doing this and just like not uh, having anything to grab onto.
0: That's that's uh for the listeners. That's Andrew. I'm Emily.
1: Indeed, did my voice mm-hmm. just crack? My voice is still waking okay. up
0: yeah, I didn't hear it crack.
1: I felt it crack. Thank and God for a local a, fry. Thank God for a little bit of compression and maybe uh, flatten that out.
0: <laughs> oh no, this will this will be a little bit a little bit compressed.
1: Um, yeah, Ooh. so man, what a week. I am exhausted.
0: I'm withholding a sneeze. waiting for
1: me to. I just saw you put your finger up in there. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll wait.
0: No, you can keep going.
1: <laughs> uh, so I, I, I was reminded that I'm supposed to listen to what my doctors have to say, and like not just remember for like a couple of weeks, but like remember for the duration of the time I'm taking medication. I had a friend over for a backyard. Um, scotch so swap busy. hangout. Yep. Um, so he brought over a nice bottle of scotch and I happened to also have a few bottles of scotch laying around and like a dumb 26 year old. I was like, cool. I don't have to drive anywhere. Completely forgot that, uh, I'm a medicine. I'm really only supposed to have like one to two drinks per the doctor says, which really means cool. I could probably get away with three to four, but like, Five glasses of like heavy poor scotch, one of which was, I think the scotch that he brought over is a 63%, which that's I had two glasses. That's a lot of
0: in. alcohol, dude.
1: Yeah. Yesterday was rough. I, I shouldn't have done that.
0: Yeah. Oof-da.
1: Like if I had, if I wasn't on medication, that would be no problem. I, I would have gone to sleep, been fine. But lessons learned. You wouldn't
0: slept very well because that's like the point of your medication in it.
1: Sure. I actually slept like a baby. I also slept for like 12 hours. But,
2: huh.
1: uh, yeah, no, so lessons learned. Um, my, uh, my poor choices are your lessons to take away. Listen to your doctor and take care of yourself. It's a rough year and don't let the, uh, the urge to get a little wild get the best of you. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's my 2021 advice. <laughs>
0: Man, it's also like the worst time of the year to make resolutions, because uh, like this, it's like January. It's like, why are why are why do people make resolutions in like the darkest nastiest time of the year? Like, why can't we make resolutions in like the spring when it's like, oh, I would love to like do things and not just huddle under a blanket and watch like nine seasons of Cheers. Is- By the way, Kirst- Kirstie Alley's character, and she is so whiny. Just really, really impossible to enjoy. God.
1: That's called character development.
0: And yeah, her character did develop into a very whiny one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Started as a confident business lady and then just turned into a whiny mess. And now she's, you know, on Twitter. And everyone keeps saying, tweeting at her about how better... Shelly Long was on Cheers. (laughs) Shelly Long would never every time she tweets something stupid.
1: Twitter's been so nice this week. Have you noticed?
0: Mm. (laughs) It's been really nice since like mid-month.
1: Right. Things have been a lot more chilled out. I've seen a lot less uh, conspiracies rollicking around in the deep. Yeah. That's nice. It's
0: just like... Cats and things like that again. Memes. Lots of Bernie memes. My favorite. (laughs) I had so many favorites, actually. My favorite, my absolute favorite is the um, Bernie's working the merch booth. That's a good one. that That club in Montreal. Yes, I have friends who knew exactly what club that was.
1: I believe you. Uh, my favorite Bernie meme to date was actually a, a biblically related one. Um, should probably be difficult to to describe. Might ruin it, but it was really, really, really funny. If you if you're familiar with the story of Jonah. So, anyways, everyone's um,
0: familiar with the story of Jonah and the whale. Isn't
1: no, that no it, to it's history,
0: a... My last remark: Jonah and the whale, Noah and the ark.
1: Yeah, so there's Jonah the whale, but that's, like, the first couple chapters of the book. There's, like, several chapters after that where, like, oh, he basically goes to another city, and he's like, you guys all suck. What are you doing? And, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we do suck. Guess we'll stop sucking. And then Jonah's like, wait a minute. I wanted you to actually keep sucking, though, because I want you all to die. And when they stopped ah! sucking, they didn't die. And so he just basically went to a tree outside of the city and just sat there and said, guess I'm just going to sit here till I die instead because I'm upset. And then that's oh. where the Bernie meme is. Is It's uh, Bernie sitting on a chair under the, <laughs> under the tree outside of the city of Nineveh. Um, anyways, it's a really weird, screwed up story. Huh. Uh, but, like they didn't though. He just basically sat there until like he was about to die. And God's like, all right, are you really going to die out of spite here? Come on, dude, get up, get back there, drink some water.
0: Big talk to your manager energy there.
1: Yep. Mm. Yep oh Anyways For a, for someone who's a little on the nerdy side When it comes to the bible That one hit me in the right spot
0: <laughs> Oh it's good It feels good to laugh
1: <laughs> It does feel good to laugh I do need more of it I uh, also need to start taking my vitamin D again Because man this winter is This winter has been rough <laughs>
0: It was really nice yesterday. Did you get out in it at all?
1: It or was you nice. weren't feeling good? I wasn't feeling great, but we did get out a little bit anyways. We went shopping. We went to Walmart. We got like, it was like a $7 item and a $4 item. And oh, total is $300. What? It's just, it happens every time we go oh, to Walmart. Oh,
0: just like adding things. I get you. I
1: get It's you. the Costco effect. It's like, oh, like it's like I got myself like a, a six and a half inch cast iron because Willis has been wanting one for years. And I saw one, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to grab a little cute and we'll make a, I'll go get like some cookie dough or something. We'll make uh, pizzukis in the cast iron. Just like little things like that added up, like, oh, we'll get these toys for for the kiddo and yeah. I should feel Uh, bad about shopping there. (laughs) Rick and I
0: walked to um, the neighborhood bottle shop Chucks, because they had a food truck outside and it was a T apostrophe wanna tacos and oh my God, it was so good. We brought it back to the house and I went inside and I bought, um, this lemon basil cider. It was so good. Oh my God. We ate it so slowly. Just savoring it. No talking except to say this is really good. <laughs>
1: mm, <gasps> I do like tacos. Great. Tacos are yeah. always a good choice.
0: Maybe yeah. Maybe I'll make tacos Actually, today. I got the breakfast burrito and then we split, um, what they call the queso taco, which is a taco with, um, so it's a tortilla and then it's a layer of grilled cheese and then it's your topping of choice. And it was so good. Oh my God. Just thinking about that one for a minute.
1: Just letting it really marinate.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was good.
1: I've had this, the, the weird effect of, uh, Monday through Friday, my work shift is, uh, during daylight hours. So like it starts mm-hmm. before the sun's co- comes up and like ends like as the sun's going down mm-hmm. with how short the days are. And so like, yeah. I went to go leave work on Friday. I'm like, and the sun is literally in my eyes on my drive home. It's so low on the horizon.
0: Yeah, I remember that like when I was um when I was in Nashville, for a while my job was like I didn't have any windows. So and I would just be inside because I didn't leave for lunch because I had a cafeteria. So I would literally not see outside mm-hmm. like all day. And I'd be oh, like. Oh, my office doesn't what? have windows either. I, wonder I mean, wonder it's, what?
1: My, it's a Microsoft, so it does have windows, but.
0: Yours doesn't. <laughs> it, it's, what...
1: a, it's a Microsoft Windows joke. Come on.
0: Oh, yeah. I get it.
1: I've almost been smacked for that. Telling that joke around there.
0: Yeah, and it would be deserved. You would deserve it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, uh, <laughs> I'll i tell that story for another day. But
0: All right. <clears throat> is that your Roadrunner case back there? You can't see it on the camera because it's going to get cropped out, but I can see it.
1: That is a bass guitar that belongs to someone at my church that I'm oh, right, inevitably fixing. On. Yeah. Um, well, it's the one I'm supposed to work on. Um, yeah. I was gonna work on it last night, and I ended up just going to bed early because I was still just super out of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, the plan is I think this afternoon I'm gonna uh, once I clear off the kitchen table, I'm gonna drag all my stuff out there. I'm just while I'm watching football, take it apart, fix it, clean up the frets, and I don't know, do the nice thing. They, they they're just not getting signal on it. I'm sure it's gonna be a five minute fix, but while I've got it, figure all you know. The fretboard's looking pretty dry and just do the nice guy thing.
0: Yeah. While it's Rick not, is watching football, I'll probably play guitar and film some demos.
1: This is not an, an invitation for all of my Seattle friends to just give me guitars for me to fix for free. <laughs>
0: I mean, I do that. I do that for a lot of friends.
1: Typically, I do sometimes. Really I just, just like- It's usually when it's like, Hey, Hey, like, could you help me with this? I'm having a hard time versus like here, fix because I've had people do that, try to do that before. Like, could you, could you say please?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Buy me a beer or well, something? I usually offer, or they ask, um, like my bassist, right before a gig, their, their bass just stopped working and we knew it had been working. So, like, I'm like, this has to be either like an easy fix or something just finally is kaput. So right. I opened right. it up and sure enough, it's just like that the input jack had was a little bit loose. So it was kind of, Turning and then one of the cables came off of one of the um, soldering points, so it was just a matter of resoldering and then making sure it was tight enough so that there wasn't uh, too much tension put sure. on the. Um... Hi, Rick. Nothing but Rick. Is that how? Is that is that how? Like a, a butt rock DJ would say it. Nothing but rock. Nothing but Rick. I'm just trying to make Tom Kelly happy. I don't know.
1: 99.7 The Rock. Nothing but Rick. Is that Yay. it?
0: I think that might be it. That might be it. Woxy, the future of rock and roll. Um,
1: <laughs> Join us after this short commercial break to play the game of What Race Are They? Actual oh, game no. that was played on a local radio station here in Seattle a couple years ago. Where oh, they would describe no. a crime and then just...
0: Dis- no! <laughs> yeah!
1: <Hi. laughs> I was like, I used to, I was listening to the radio stage because like a little bit of grunge, a little bit of metal is usually fine. And I was just on the, like, I left work at a different time. So I had a different host and it was just like, let's guess what race this cr- criminal is based on their crime. And it'd just be stuff like masturbating on like a, on public transit. And they're like, uh-huh. and like, they would go with some crazy racial stereotypes. And then I'm like, what is this? This is, this is on the air. Are you kidding me?
0: That's race that's very racist. I very racist.
1: I s I don't even remember what channel is because I like I took it off of my radio preset list on my car. I'm like, nope. I don't I don't need to listen to that.
0: That's very racist. That's that's why would you do that?
1: It was at like four o'clock to shock jock radio. I'm like I mean I, uh, I get it. It's shock jock kind of stuff and the whole thing is, you know, push the envelope until you get your hand slapped. Hand slapped, yeah. But we're fired.
0: Fired, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) And someone else who's
1: willing to put up with more blue will hire you in. Such is the life cycle of a shock jock radio DJ.
2: Oh my gosh, I don't,
0: I don't have anything to add to that (laughs) because I would like to (laughs) move on from it.
1: (laughs) Anyways, nothing but Rick is not a racist. That's just purely innuendo. We're, we're good with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Nothing but Rick. Rick
1: picks all day. I forgot to tell you to tell Rick to say hi, but or tell you to say hi to Rick, tell Rick on that my I behalf. Say hi. Yes. Yep. Yes. That's that's how English the English Finish language works. Finish your
0: weird caffeinated powder drink.
1: <laughs> I'm working on it.
0: Yeah, I just I'm didn't have time
1: to make coffee.
0: Two. I'm on cup two.
1: I mean, I do have a can of Kirkland cold brew right here. I I mean, I'm sure I've got like
0: shotgun, shotgun, <laughs> shotgun.
1: How much would you pay me to shotgun a cold brew on the air? $10. That's not enough money. <laughs> Cause I'm going to get it all. I haven't shotgunned a beer since. $25. <laughs> I'm not even wearing a shirt under the sweatshirt. It's going to be so cold. It's going to stain the carpet. I rent. Could
0: I just. um, Whatever. Um, What the (laughs) hell were we talking about? What's new?
1: What's new? Oh, yeah. What is new? Um, You lent me the OC5, and I haven't played it yet. So I feel bad, but I have played the ukulele.
0: Ukulele? He's taking off his headphones, listeners. He's grabbing the ukulele. He's has the ukulele in his hands. He's he's putting his headphones back on. Quick say something about him. Ukulele. What, do you, what have you learned on it so far?
2: It's a major
0: scale. <coughs>
1: If this is the th- song that everyone has to know.
0: Oh, it's that version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow.
1: That's the Jason Raz song.
0: Oh. I'm yours. I- I'm yours. Yeah that, is, yeah. that is like number one on ukulele or whatever.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, um, yep. His
0: guitarist is really cool, Molly Miller.
1: Totally. She's I've awesome. heard nothing but cool things about Molly.
0: Yeah. I think she, isn't she a sinusoid artist?
1: She is, yeah. No, Andy Kim's told me some cool stories about her.
0: Nice,
1: nice, nice. No, I like Jason Raz actually. I, like unironically, I, I do like Jason Razz. His old his, uh,
0: people were obsessed with in high school. My friend group was. Well, some people in my friend group were.
1: His older stuff is honestly like, and then he started moving like more like poppy. I'm like, it's fine, but. Like geek and pink and like stuff like that is just like, it's on point.
0: Yeah, I like him. It's fun. I don't have anything bad to say. I don't have anything bad to say about him. It's sure. fun.
1: It's spunky. It's relatively intelligent. I mean, makes me laugh. It's great,
0: it's great for moods. Good. It's for everything moods.
1: I want out of like a good like road trip album.
0: Mm. See, when I'm on a road trip, I just put on like Western swing and old time country music. We sipped in tandem there. We did. Yeah.
1: This is definitely not quite hitting the spot. I will be making myself a nice cup of coffee after this.
0: Nice. Uh, do you want to hear about what's new with me?
1: I suppose. I see All something right. in the background. I see it. I saint it.
0: So uh, my band Sunday Crush released our debut album. And to commemorate it, I uh, you can customize Vans like completely – Mm-hmm. So I did some custom Vans. The side panels feature the album artwork. Most of the shoe fits like the, that color. It's actually a pretty close p- match to the pink. It's actually on the album cover. You have to look uh-huh. very closely to not see it's the same. And on the back, I have it, it says Sunday,
1: Sunday Crush. Crush.
0: Sunday okay. Crush on the heels. It's nice. It's, it's really hard. It's not showing up super duper well on the webcam, but I posted pictures.
1: Check out pictures on, on the Instagrams.
0: Yeah, and I had a twenty five dollar coupon, so they were only like uh, I think it was like eighty five dollars. Nice. I, yeah, it was kind of a pain in the butt though because they kept saying you like they would, I guess run. Oh my god, run the um the the art you submit through um like Google or something. Sure. And then they saw that it like existed on Google and they're like, we don't, you have to sign a form that says that you have the rights to uh, use this, which I'm glad they do. And uh, then it just turned into a two week process of like, are you going to send me the form that I need to sign? Right. Okay. Now you sent me the form. Are you going to approve it now that you've approved it? Can you resend me the coupon code from my order that you canceled? (laughs) Because, uh, they, they canceled the original order instead of just, like, pausing it. I guess it's easier. So. And then it all worked out, and I got my shoes, finally.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely important to uh, – for companies not to reproduce copyrighted material. As you know. As I, I am aware of, I've, I've definitely dug into the legal weeds. I actually had a request this last week for uh, um, the Van Halen, like, red, white, black stripy pattern for a topper. And I first the first thing I said was I mean sure, I guess I'll do it. That's fine. I didn't know that it's it's copyrighted. Mm. I should have like now that I, I say that out loud or when I said it out loud the other day I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I guess that's Of
0: course it is. If yeah. I was at
1: event Of course that is. You got the money. It's it's your signature. I mean, why would it not be? Um yeah. And so I'd be like, "And I'm so sorry to tell you this. I was not aware and now I am that it's copyright. I can't do it. I can't do a variation on it. I'm sorry. Not without can't getting it.
0: Can't even do a variation like you did for the snazzy <sighs>
1: um well snazzy's not copyrighted anymore. Oh. Yeah yeah. And they don't huh? enforce it. So huh? no I, I had a good conversation. Um anyways I could probably do a variation is, but it'd it have to look like it'd have to look different enough to not be confused for
0: Yeah, that's and then it it. just
1: that kinda of ruins the point. Yeah. Um so I mean part of me wants to like reach out and be like, Hey, I got a couple of customers, small time thing. Any chance you'd work at a small licensing deal for like I I don't know, what would that be worth it to you guys for for me to be able to reproduce that? Yeah. I'm sure a it lot. wouldn't I'm sure it'd be a lot. I'm sure it wouldn't be worth it, but yeah. At least I have the answer. Yeah.
0: I have another new thing. It's in a big Chase Bl- Bliss oh. B- b- box.
1: Oh, I forgot you ordered that.
0: I did. It is, oh my god. The so. white side
1: panels. Yeah, the amazing. faders. The,
0: fine the switches. Faders. It is the Chase Bliss Maris um, Automaton. CXM. Collaboration, yeah. And I am very excited, very excited to start messing with this thing.
1: I feel like you could, per, like, from everything I've heard out of the demos on that, between that and the, uh, the, oh, my God, the the distortion one, the preamp, what is it? The
0: preamp Mark yeah, 2.
1: Preamp Mark 2, there we go. Brain, fuzzy.
0: It has um, two types of fuzz.
1: I feel like you could, uh, I feel like. You could just play an entire show with just those two not run into oh. a lot of issues.
0: Yeah, totally. Plug it into your Milkman the Amp and you've got everything you need.
2: Me, so just like a delay pedal. Excited.
0: Room, plate and hall reverbs. Low, medium, high diffusion. I like I love the arcade style buttons. And then the enormous
1: Look at that.
0: With a lot of presets. Or um no. Yeah, this is these are the presets at it. So I'm probably going to uh, have a lot of fun with this later. Now I just wanna look at it.
1: Would you Please? just look at it?
0: Look at it. Clack.
1: Well, okay. I do believe it's about that time of the episode for sponsors,
2: not sponsors,
0: to be, not to be confused with use dinosaurs, dinosaurs, but
1: sponsors.
0: Dude, that was weak. That was weak.
1: It not has be been weak.
0: Be dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. What the
1: hell? Dude, you're better and, than that. Well, now everyone's going to remember that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If there's anything I excel at, it's uh, it being unforgettable, and not necessarily for the right reasons.
0: <laughs> unforgettable. Oh my god. Are you? Can you uh, do the sponsor spot?
1: I suppose I could. In fact, I would be overjoyed to do so. This week's episode of the Get Offset Podcast is brought to you by. Parts caster, concierge, 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 concierge. Mm, no, no, it's not that one. I'm getting head nods. Concierge. concierge. Yeah. There we go. There we go. The English language is difficult. However, one day I may be a master at it, but that's not what, that's not what's important right now. What's important right now is that you right now should stop everything that you're doing and you should go to parts caster concierge website. And
0: video link
1: in video like 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 maybe wait until i'm done with this ad spot to know what you're about to get yourself into but or maybe don't maybe just pause the video right now and just go right over there you're already at your computer you're already watching my face on youtube i'm doing all sorts of weird hand movements you should just do it can you
0: just just talk about the product my god dude
1: (sighs) okay so the product really
0: not helping us keep sponsors
1: ah so the product uh parts caster bodies Custom routing. Yeah. He Gary is a really, really helpful individual. He'll help you plan out your build. He'll help you he'll help you build out your build. He wants to make sure that you are set up for success in your parts caster ventures. And I can think of no one better to partner with on that said venture. And I've got some ideas. I've been talking about for a couple of weeks, and I think we finally sorted out what we're gonna do. But I'll hold off. And we'll just let this be a surprise for what I'm gonna be doing personally, but I'm definitely excited to work with Gary personally on this.
0: So Yeah. No, Gary's great. So he has like a a a couple of body types, some very popular ones including Jazz Masters, um, RD styles, telecasters, and then he can uh customize them to whatever configurations you want in terms of pickups, in terms of like wiring, some placements. So there, there are customization options that are a lot more affordable than, say, somebody like warmeth who is local and we love warmeth and i have built some warmeth i have some more a bunch of warmeth parts in my house right now um but yeah so if you want something that's like customized but still like one of his body types um there's a lot that he can do and uh i recommend checking him out he's a friend of the podcast
1: friend of the show
0: yeah so um this week was a little different than this week was last year.
1: It was, yeah. I, uh about this time last year, was on a convention floor with tens of thousands of people walking around, screaming at each other because of the decibel, ve- decibel levels, um, without masks. We were just spitting each other's faces, flinging microparticles of all of our germs all over the place with little, <sighs> no ventilation.
0: Oh, well, I'm sure it was ventilated but
1: you get the point
0: <laughs> yeah but this year um nam was am i saying it nam it's damn nam. Nam. I... nam nam was um all virtual and they called it the believe in music week and they had this um thing called this platform called swap card that's like a virtual conference platform it was only a little bit confusing and, um, people did things like there were lots of, uh, videos, like there were sessions like there are at Nam. but
2: right.
0: it was kind of this weird mix of, um, actual live panels from like ultimate ears did a bunch of live ones. Mackie did a bunch of live ones and, um, I'm sure there were other live ones that I just missed. And then there was a lot of pre-recorded content. I was actually really sad when I I t- tried to tune into the um Jimmy Jam and um oh gosh, who's that other? Uh Minneapolis Sound Guys produced Janet Jackson. Um Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam. No, not why do I keep saying like the wrong things? But um it was just literally the panel that they did last year and that kind of bummed me out. Jimmy it is Jimmy, Jam and Terry Lewis. God, I'm. I need to just have more confidence in myself. But it was just like what they had done last year. Then there were a few that were literally just like product videos or commercials. Um, I mean, it, it makes sense that not everything is live, but it was kind of a bummer to see like things that were months old. But I get sure.
2: it. Right. I get
0: it. Not a, like I think. I think it was a, a little bit like late in the game for a lot of people who decided to actually do stuff for it. So that that anything was like a live kind of thing was, was cool. And, you know, um, it was, you could browse the products, giveaways, you could connect with people. I tried to connect with some people, hopefully connected with some people. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, uh, Mackie is local to the Pacific Northwest. For some reason, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, they're based out of Woodenville. I want to say
0: that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're based out of Woodenville, and they had um, like Lisa Prank was on one. um, Mike Herrera was Mm -hmm. on one, and um, Taco Cat also. I poked in on some of those.
1: Yeah, I mean. uh, I, I, I've seen some complaints about, like, oh, my God, damn, this year is so cheesy. I'm like.
0: <laughs> I don't think I would describe it as cheesy. It, I the, the, the content, to content best, is
1: there. Some yeah. of the releases are phenomenal. And as far as content creation, I mean, this year has been so rough on so many people. And there's a lot of companies that are just struggling to just work out remote work and being able to fulfill orders still, and then to pile on top of, oh yeah, now we need to to completely reimagine what your Nam presence looks like, which will require a very different set of skills and production, and just, I mean, come on, I am not saying that like it's something that anyone should have skimped on, but is it, if your expectation is like I demand this, it, let's let's set our expectations a little bit lower. It's been a rough year for a reason. That's kind of yeah. my two cents. I don't know.
0: No, I mean, just like, it, it obviously wasn't, like, I just think getting used to this kind of format is is weird for a lot of people. Sure. I think that it, it it kind of sucks to say that, like, um, knowing that you could just watch it later if you wanted to is going to make you less likely to watch it in general. Right. Yeah. Like, you have to have deadlines. You have to communicate those deadlines, I think. Um, ooh. That's what I want to watch. Cameras for Musicians by Zoom North America. Uh, did you have any favorite, like, product um, launches?
1: I am loving some of what Fender's done this year.
0: Ooh, that Chrissy Hind telly. I really want it.
1: Chrissy Hine, um, the Ben Gibbard, and the um, Jason Isbell. Yeah. I mean... Someone okay. is knocking my, my wall. Uh, <laughs> my kid's throwing a, like a ball around in the other room. Oh. Okay. Um.
0: You talk talking about Tellies and Fender.
1: Sure. I mean, Fender, I think, has just knocked it out of the park this year. And I feel like a gush on them a lot, but it's deserved. Sorry. I know like um, what
2: they're
1: doing. No, I think they did a really good job. I am super thrown, though, like in the realm of Fender. Um, to see Josh Smith go to Ibanez. Did you see the, the Josh Smith's um, signature Ibanez? No, I didn't. Uh, you should check that out. Because <laughs> uh, it's basically a Telecaster, but with like a banana-shaped control plate.
0: Oh, yeah. I liked Ryan Burke's little video <laughs> about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I chuckled at that pretty heftily.
0: Could Josh have looked less like miserable in this picture on the...
1: He always looks, he always looks like he's just like deep and brooding and maybe upset with something.
0: He just looks upset with something. Yeah, that is a telecaster with a weird, um, loop kind of.
1: Yep. I mean, That'd it's Ibanez. Right, I'm sure, I'm sure it's a fine guitar. They also added, That's um, great. I don't, Larry Basilio.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, the LV one yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that one looks sick. That's one I like reached out. I'm like, they're, they're not going to get back to me, but I'm like, oh,
1: sure. I mean, that one's, that one's they're sick. Cool. And it's good to see them add another woman to their lineup. Um, kind of round things out. Cause last year was like, Yvette was like the next, like the second one after, um, Oriented. Nita Strauss. Nita
0: yeah, Strauss. Yeah.
1: So I think that was cool. I think in the terms of pedals, um, Astral Destiny looks great. Um, I'm a little disappointed that mine'll st- mine
0: be here tomorrow.
1: I'm slightly You're disappointed, disappointed that's not stereo because I'm a stereo nut, but at the same yeah, time, the right. demos I'm hearing out of this, it sounds pretty stinking cool. Um, and I like the, I like the stretch feature
0: and it's got uh, a good price point. It's like 200 bucks.
1: Yeah. 200 bucks. It's it, that's a phenomenal price point. I mean, I, I'm not. Don't it's misunderstand. Like if you I'm disappointed. The... The, it's
0: like if you wanted the feature the sounds of the night sky, but you don't want to pay that much and you don't need stereo. Sure. Astro Destiny.
1: Sure. I mean, that one looks pretty sick. Um, in uh, Walrus Audio, I think we'll be seeing more from them here soon um, from us in terms of demos. But the uh, the I knew the R1 was coming out. Um, I probably knew a little bit more about that than I should have. But... I'm excited to Not see it for surface. Me. What?
0: Not from me, because I didn't. I didn't know very, I I just remember like months ago. You're like they're doing. They're going to do another Maco series.
1: Well, they did. Um, the, but then they they hit me with the uh, with the curveball. I didn't know they were doing the ACS one. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, it. I took me till like yesterday to figure out why it was called that.
0: Why is it called that?
1: It's called that because it's the amp cab, amp simulator, cab simulator one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> and again,
0: for some reason, like as simple as that is, D one delay, one reverb, R one, and then amp cab simulate. For some reason, that's the one that I'm like. What are the letters again? Because, because I think like what like the boss has the A S one, like the A S hyphen numbers, like for their acoustic mm-hmm. simulators. So when I first saw it, I was like, w- Did Walrus do an acoustic? simulation pedal.
1: <laughs> I could see the brand confusion there. It's the same
0: um, color
1: too. Right. No.
0: <laughs> but it's not that at all. It's just like a coincidence that one of, it just happens to like mirror one of boss's least popular pedals.
1: Sure. Um, no, the, the only brain confusion I'm getting out of it is I swear every time I look at this, I'm like, did covenant cables make a, make a, a pedal? Cause it's the same brackets. Um, but no, I mean, I oh, yeah. I was totally thrown by that one. I don't. I think I like that it's without having played it. At first glance, my thoughts are: first off, I like that you can do a different cab or a different amp in each channel. That's yeah, something yeah, that that
0: was that was your one complaint about the iridium. That was my
1: one complaint about the iridium. Um, and I, am not just saying that just because it's a th- it's available now. Like I think I said several times on the podcast last fall.
0: You definitely said to me many times, and I was like, I don't think it's a big deal. And you're like, it's a huge deal for worship players. Well, it's players. a huge deal.
1: <laughs> Cause I know a ton of worship players that will run dual mono, which is, um, which requires two, it.
0: yeah,
1: two amps. And, and then for other folks, stereo, but with different amps is another flavor. It's not something I personally dig a whole lot. Cause I don't like it feeling that off balance. Um, unless you're for, for live sound, maybe for a record, but then what I will, What I really want to be able to do is do my left Mm -hmm. channel as a a Vox and just dry. And right channel as a Fender sound, through all my wet effects, split into stereo from there, and just have Vox in the center, Fender fender on left and right. And just this huge... That would sound so much better than right now. I just have... It's just all Fender for all three across. Um,
0: So you're saying you want the Iridium and...
1: What I'm saying is, is I, I, I'm excited to see the new feature from Walrus. I think that was it. Aside from that, it's and um, I mean their bitrate conversion or the it's like 48, 48 kilohertz.
2: Yeah. Some people are upset day.
1: about that. I think, I think I'm I'm willing to wait until I hear it in person to pass any judgment. Yeah. Um. But and I know
0: ultimately it's like when you compare the features and everything, it's going to come down to how does it sound and like. Sweet. I, exactly. I'm I'm willing to bet that like the iridium is going to be better in some situations, and then the that the uh, ACS one is going to be better in other situations. Like, I don't think it's going to. They're just different. They're just sure. very different.
2: Um, A lot of
0: mini on the the ACS one, mini in the back, which is why it doesn't have us. Why why it has side jacks? So, like, I think I, I don't know. I was talking about this in the the supports on Patreon. Uh, for access to our super secret discord server. Um, do you think that more people would, would consider the Iridium not having the ability to do left and right different amps? Do you think that would be a bigger deal breaker than the fact that the ACS one has sidejacks instead of top jacks? Like which one would be the bigger deal breaker for people? I'm really curious.
1: The sidejacks isn't going to bother anyone because the rest of the series is like that. And I've seen it integrated yeah. into a bunch of boards seamlessly.
0: Yeah, but some people just don't like side jacks.
1: I don't like side jacks in general now. But at least this one seems to be like side jacks but for a reason and it's a really small pedal. I don't think yeah. people realize how much smaller the the chassis is. Um mm-hmm. it it's definitely a tight tight squeeze and I think the little I think it's probably only what maybe a quarter to half an inch total skinnier than a standard enclosure size. But I mean I think so that makes up for the fact that
0: a standard enclosure. So. Oh
1: iridium's huge. I mean they're even with side jacks the iridium's gonna still take up more space on board, which doesn't necessarily bother me. Um mm-hmm. I I'm I think I think Wallers knew exactly what they were doing. I knew I think that they were uh, intentionally starting a little bit of a war, and I'm curious to see how it plays out. May the uh may the best uh I don't think it, there's going to be a clear winner. I think it's just going to come down to preference, if I'm being honest.
0: Yeah, I, I do too. And just from what I've heard other people say about it is that they're just different. Yep.
1: Yeah. I'm really happy with my Iridium. I'm not like feeling the need to go and sell it and, and, and go running out. Yeah. Uh, HX Somp XL. Curious to see more on that. That got leaked. Um, Did it get
0: leaked? I don't know. If there's like... People aren't sure if it was Photoshop or not.
1: I don't know if it was leaked. I, I think I think I finally uh, Line Six finally like officially announced it. Oh really? Yeah. But speaking of leaks, and I guess backtracking to the Astral Destiny a little bit, don't be the person to leak because Earthquaker Devices put so much hard work into their product releases. Like it's like a small holiday for them. Like with like how much celebration. And how much they do in terms of like the teaser videos, that's, that's work. I mean, that's work. It's work. It's, work, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. It's hype. It's everything that the company wants it to be. And to see all of that more or less ruined because someone's like, hey, I'm going to post this, like, I'm going to screenshot the, the press release and post it to Reddit or have a friend yeah. post it to Reddit so they don't know who, who leaked it. I don't know. It's done. At the
0: same, at the same time, I, and I've said this before, um uh, the product being leaked is a lot like an album being leaked, and that uh, there are plenty of executives in the music business who get worried if an album doesn't leak because it is a signal of disinterest. Sure. So, if something leaks, at least you know people are interested. Like it, like it, it is not ideal. It is not ideal, but it is um, an indication that people care and are interested. So, like, yeah, not ideal, but. Also not the worst thing and not the worst thing in the world. It's kind of a bummer. It's like it's like it's like getting a spoiler for a movie or TV show that you had still intended to see.
1: I feel like it's definitely more like a spoiler because it's like, oh, and and it's just I'm getting it from like someone sent me a screenshot like, Hey, do you know if this is real already? I'm like I would have rather just heard it from Earthquaker directly. I thought it was
0: funny that you were pretending in the discord that you knew more than you did. (laughs) And I, and you kept saying, I can't say, I can't say anymore. I can't say anymore. (laughs) We were like, well, you can, well, you can. And finally I I said, why do you all assume Andrew knows anything (laughs) about this?
1: (laughs) Cause I'm a punk. (laughs) (laughs) Cause Um, I kept
0: saying, he literally can't say more about this because there's no more. He doesn't know more about this. Or did I? If you knew more and you weren't telling me, I'm going to be kind of upset.
1: About the astral destiny? Yeah. I'll talk to you after the episode.
0: Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking oh, of. Speaking, he's so
0: full of crap, listeners. So full of crap.
1: I'll talk to you after the episode, but I'm not entirely full of crap. I'll explain. I will explain
2: mm-hmm. how I
1: knew more than I was able to say. Uh, Speaking of, uh, speaking of knowing more than I am able to say, as far as releases go, my favorite release of this season hasn't been announced yet. I can't wait for everyone to know that that's all I can say. But is in terms of uh, general, I'm, I'm not going to tell you if it's a guitar, an amp, or a pedal, or what. All I'm going to say You're is—
0: You're going to tell me after we're done recording, or I'm going to give Yes, I'm going to
1: tell you. You already know what it is.
0: I'm just not thinking about it.
1: You lent it oh, to me. Oh, wait,
0: never mind. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, you know, you've yeah. lent it to me. It's it's incredible. And um, <laughs> um, that's all I'm going to say is of all the things we've talked about today, the thing that I'm most excited about is something that hasn't even been released yet. And I'm excited.
0: <laughs> <sighs> I'm Good glad week. you're excited about it. All right. We'll be able to talk about it soon. Don't 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 fret. Don't fret. Next can, weekend.
1: Should I open a can of worms? No. Okay. I won't. I I won't say anything about what my thoughts are on the Kramer lineup.
0: Oh no! Yeah, go ahead. I thought you were still <laughs> talking about the other thing.
1: Uh, so, Kramer's released a whole uh, three new signature models, and I just find myself staring at this, going, Gibson, what are you doing? <laughs> Get some fresh blood in there. Um Let's see here. Where 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 is it on this list? I am excited that Gibson did about Sabo Beretta.
0: Yeah. No, these are boring.
1: They're they're boring. They're they're stuck in the eighties. They just I. Lots of people I,
0: are stuck in the eighties.
1: Well, sure. And nostalgia is a, a hell of a drug, and that's fine. Like I'm all. I'm here for nostalgia, but I just, I feel like there's more that could be done with Kramer. And I, when I, when someone at Gibson told me last year that there's some really cool stuff on the books for Kramer coming out soon, I really hope this wasn't what they're talking about. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I just,
1: the wow. best thing that, the best thing I've said before, the best thing that Gibson's got going for them is Epiphone. The Nancy Wilson signature, I think is the best thing that they've done this year.
0: 100%.
1: Yep. Um, and,
0: 530 bucks. That's a and I had a friend in high school who had a, a blues hawk. And she really liked that thing.
1: I think it's the best thing they've put out this year. I yeah. think it's it's gonna get people excited. It's bringing a little bit of diversity. Um it's at an accessible price point, so it's gonna that's that can be somebody's first guitar. Um the 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 Kirk Douglas signature SG, I think, is also really sick. Um, I'm
0: actually kind of surprised that he has a signature SG and not a signature. Um, we're talking about the the person, the, the guitars from the Roots, by the yes. way, not the not the deceased actor.
1: Uh, yeah, um, no, that one makes me really excited to see. Um,
0: I was expect because I, I thought he was more famous for playing that cornet or something like a cornet.
1: I feel like I've always seen him with an SG.
0: And who in the roots plays the coronet? Prince, because uh, he uh phone oh it was a Crestwood. It was yeah it was Kirk Douglas's Epiphone Crestwood that uh Prince borrowed for a show. Asked to buy it before before mm-hmm. the the performance on um uh the the Tonight Show, <clears throat> and then Prince broke it <laughs> during the performance. <laughs>
2: Oh, why would that's, you do that?
1: that's a choice. That is a life choice. I think those are two, those are two signatures I'm excited about that. I think, I think Gibson did the right thing. And I think that is where I'm seeing the value in what Gibson's releases are this year. I mean, there's other things that I think a lot of people are going to be excited about. I think I don't see anything that younger folks are going to be excited about other than um those two. Uh, and even then like, I don't know how much like the younger younger folks are really gonna be excited about I don't know I'm rambling I I, 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 ex- I think I ex- I think I set my expectations too high
0: I mean I don't I, I'm sure Gibson is like what do you people want so what do the people want what do we want from Gibson
1: well what I want from Gibson is one for the from more to go into epiphone I'd love to see um I'd love to see some more put into Epiphone. I think last year my takeaway from NAM was the um I'm blanking on the series so hard right now, but they did a they did a series it was like 3 or 4 hundred dollars guitar and it had a really skinny neck and a skinny nut width. It was in, in, specifically intended for smaller hands. I think that was great. And I just haven't seen enough of that um coverage on that model. I had, I I haven't walked into a guitar center and had someone say, "Hey, like, I mean, granted, you know, COVID set in right after NAM, but I feel like that was a huge that's huge for them I want to see more of that uh, I want to see more signatures from younger folks I want to see I, I, if if yeah, I
0: were how many, how many signature guitars does Slash need
1: I mean that's a funny way of putting give, it but
0: give me a Sarah Zimmerman signature SG
1: give it to yes, me yes absolutely I, <laughs> I I feel like trying to decide how, how nicely I want to put this. I feel like Gibson is doing some of the right things, but in order to balance out some of the, what I think are the wrong things that are really damaging a lot of trust of the community, they've got to overdo it on the right things then on the, to make up for it. And I just don't feel like they're, I feel like they're doing some of the things right. And I think they're great, but it's just so easy to, to see it get overshadowed just from a PR management playing armchair quarterback here but in terms of like features more more signatures from young people i want to be able to check out local indie bands and see gibsons in people's hands and i'm just i'm not seeing that
0: yeah that's a good point like i feel like i've seen god i'm trying to think about like the young indie folk i've seen playing gibsons i think it was um I saw Lucy Dacus play a Les Paul studio once. And that's, I'm sure like other Les Pauls and SGs here and there.
1: Well, sure. I mean, you've got like celice and like, it, there's not, it's not like no one is playing it that's young and well-known. Right. It, so I, I, if I like really sit down and think about it, like I, I'm starting to come up with some with some ideas here. I just I think the answer is more, more of that.
0: Yeah, Fender has done kind of a killer job, like making keeping their guitars indie cool and like pop music cool, which sure. I think really helps. Like those are the people who are providing a lot of brand visibility right now.
1: Brand it's visibility, like, sales. It,
0: yeah, it's recognition like it's from younger crowd. Like, is Kesha known for playing guitar? No, but when she posts pictures with a guitar, then her audience is like, Oh yeah, guitars are cool. I want a guitar like Kesha. Sure. Yeah. And I just think that's kind of how how it works. And I, I think that when you look at the difference, it, it really is fenders going after young people because they know that if you become someone's first love in the guitar world, then they're going to stick with you a lot harder. Sure. Gibson was my first love. In, in the guitar world, some of my first, my first really nice guitar was more Gibson guitars. Like, and it, I, that was like years and years and years. And.
1: First electric guitar it, I spent a lot of time with was an Epiphone SG. I mean.
0: Yeah. I mean, I had a Gibson Les Paul and I had a, a Gibson ES-135 and a uh, Gibson Hummingbird. And they were great. I loved those guitars and I still love the Hummingbird. I sold the others, but. Um, Fender's just been, been killing it. Is,
1: Fender's been they, killing they, it. They've done a really great job, I, in my opinion, of balancing the, the vintage correct fanatics. Cause both Fender and Gibson have the vintage correct fanatic kind of crowds. I think yeah. Fender, I think Gibson's done a really good job of, of managing that crowd. I think Fender's done a really great job of managing that crowd. I'm, I can't fault Gibson for doing a really great job. Like I'm looking at their 1961 custom shop SG models. Excellent. Yeah. I just I'm not sure that that's. I can't fault them that, there. It's
0: not. It's not enough to go all in on just that. Sure. You have to. You have to do things that are hip and cool. You really have to like appeal to like this generation that's like our age and younger. They want uniqueness. They want something that's a little bit weird. And I think that you need to. Um, figure out how to embrace that. And I want think the to see Night it Hawk, on TV I, and
1: not have the headstock taped over. I mean,
0: I think the Nighthawk is a nice little weird guitar. And I think that yeah. the Crestwoods and Cornets that they're coming out with and like Nancy
2: Wilson are,
1: is, signature is the best thing that they've done this year. I'll say it again.
2: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I think Gibson is a legacy brand that deserves real quality. And I think that these are steps in the right direction. I think seeing, Again, the Nancy Wilson, I think seeing that is a step in the right direction, even moving from last year. So I am seeing positive growth here, yeah. but I just want to see more. Give me more. If you want me to, if you want me to love Gibson again, you got to do more on, on some of that. So I don't know. the vintage correct stuff isn't going to do it for me. Yeah.
0: I would love for them to look back and see what is some weird thing that like, like the Gibson Marauder or something sure re-released like the weird stuff that wasn't popular at the time that has a bit of a fan base now which I think is what they're trying to do a little bit of but then there was just a major PR snafu for that one sure yeah sure mm-hmm. sure sure
1: yeah I know it's I know it's easy like to quote unquote rag on Gibson these days because uh, a lot of people are doing it and I'm trying not to be just negative Nancy um, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to frame my brain around, like, if Gibson were to succeed, what, do, what would they need to do? What from, as a young person, what do I want to see? What do other young people want to see? And right. I think, I think that's, uh, I think that's, and that's where I come in with Epiphone is the best thing that Gibson's got. Cause they've got, that's the, the Gibson gateway drug.
0: Yeah. Like they need to make Epiphones cool in the way that Fenders made squires cool.
1: Squires are badass right now. It's great.
0: Yeah. It's like when I've I pers- no
1: problem rocking a squire on stage. None whatsoever.
0: Yeah, well it's like when I when I did um when I lived in Brooklyn, I told my mom I was gonna live in Brooklyn. She's like, why? And then she talked to a friend and her friend was like, Brooklyn's cool. Brooklyn's cool now. And I think that you need to just like be be able to have people like come because, like, even now, like, in the offset guitar groups and all these groups, like, if you talk about squires, people there's some, some like usually boomer going to rag on, oh, it's just a squire, why do you care? It's just a squire, sure. and then there's a bunch of millennials and exennials jumping in and being like, no, squires are cool, like, right. they're knocking out of the park. Like, oh, yeah, not I mean- everything has to be like so pristine like it doesn't all have to be like american professional two quality guitar it sure. can be you can have a lot of fun with a 400 hundred dollar guitar if it's made well enough it doesn't have to be perfect like it it comes maybe not super well intonated uh, maybe you have to do a little bit of work on it but it comes in a great playable condition that is just inspires you to pick it up and, and have fun with it and well, i think it, that I, you need that
1: and it and I think yeah, there's Epiphone models out there that are that I think and i I, th- mm-hmm. I think them trying to to revamp the the Crestwood and the Coronet series. I think it's part of that initiative i can't say I love the way that that was brought to existence, but I see the value in what that means for the brand, yeah. In terms of quote-unquote make it cool again. I mean the, the quality of phones have been a lot better. The change of the headstock shape was a huge step for them. I think – again, I think they're heading in the right direction and maybe I'm just being a priss. But a priss. Uh, I meant to say prick and I don't know where I got priss from. Prissy. Oh. Maybe I'm just being a prick. I don't know. It's very possible. I'll probably get angry messages after this. Yeah, it's fine. Maybe. I probably will. Right, I will. Well. I will. I'll let the, you
0: feel. I'll let you feel those.
1: Sure, share your thoughts. I mean, these are my thoughts. It's not like I'm, you know, not right about everything.
0: Yeah, that's true. You're not right about everything.
1: I'm frequently wrong.
0: Yeah, <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. There, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else from from Nan that I. That really caught my eye. And I, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like brands weren't really waiting, aren't really waiting for NAMM this year because it's not really, it's not really this big thing. It's it, and I, 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 someone else, this is someone else's idea, but just the idea, like the fact that people can't go around and post their own influencer photos or like of from the NAMM floor of the cool thing, I think is really, uh, cuckolding uh, the reach of some of these new products because you're just, you're getting a press release. People aren't going to like, people aren't going to share like repost pictures like of that's one brand post of their own stuff. Like they would post their own pictures of it if they were walking around and just saw it. Right. So I think that's really hampering the, the, the word of mouth reach of, of Nam And I think that's kind of the biggest uh, issue with um, it going
1: fully digital sure like i was walking around taking pictures of stuff last year and posting like dude check this out and as i'm passing other people like i'm like hey go check out the the whatever booth they've got something cool you should go you should go see oh i've always said oh what no i think there's a lot of that hype that kind of comes out to play
0: um, yeah there's boss yeah, pedal so-
1: boards that's okay so boss pedal boards oh, is something yeah. that i forgot to mention that i was very intrigued by um because they've got a pedal board that comes with a, a patch bay even
0: have they never done that before
1: so they're the couple of the smaller pedal boards that they did look exactly like kind of look just like a like a polished version of some of the older ones that like carry like three boss pedals yeah, like the that, the pluck too, foam kind know. of look um yeah uh, but then they did a larger one. I think it's like a 24 inch by like 14 or something like that. And it's the input on the left, and the uh, there's the three output patch bay on the back.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 looking at the BCB60 right now. It's too small. I want bigger bigger picture. I like that they have handles.
1: The handles the BCB1- are
0: cool. The BCB-1000. That's what I'm looking at. It has, like, the roller. It's like roller luggage. Yep. I would fly with that.
1: Totally. That screams travel. Take me with you.
0: Take me with you. Yeah, this is actually a lot nicer, I think, than uh, some of their older boards. Like, it looks cooler. I like how the guy in the picture has his nice black Chelsea boots. Very P-dub. Right. Yeah.
1: Very on point. Very on point.
0: Actually, this isn't from NAM, but I got um, those uh, Fender tweed pedal board cases for two of my boards, and I really like them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
1: You didn't tell me about those. Yeah. Rude.
0: Well, I. Yeah. They're nice. They're tweed um just i got it? one i got one for my my big board that dan Dolan made and then i got one for um, one of my squash boards but like you can take the lid off and um have a, that kind of situation but i don't know if i would ever do that just because of the velc. i you'll have to watch the demo to get okay i'll watch on. the demo i think it's really cool i think it's nice nice solutions and uh it's because i would i just had like um uh, a sort of padded like gig bag type bag for my my board which was you know convenient um but just the fact that it, it couldn't stand up on its own was weirdly like an enormous negative for me like for storage actually sure. storing my pedal board when i wasn't using it so being able to just kind of stand them up and that's actually really, really nice. And it, a pretty enormous space saver for my teensy little office. Sure. So, yeah. Unrelated. I paid for those also.
1: I'm just trying to figure out where the uh, power, if there's a dedicated power input on these things or not.
0: Um, On the smaller ones there is. So I would be surprised if the bigger ones don't have that we Are talking about the the boss pedal board?
1: Yeah. Does
0: um, so it see the junction like the, box? But I don't. Yeah, I don't see um, space underneath for cable management and power supply, so it doesn't sound like it. Four hundred and eleven dollars, but it is you know.
1: It's a flight case built in. A
0: flight case, yeah.
2: It would feel too bad. Power.
1: I I wouldn't feel too bad about like. I mean, I wouldn't, like, check it, but just take it as a carry-on. It looks it looks about carry-on size.
0: The uh, BCB90X Deluxe looks like it has a power supply built in, and it's still very rugged looking. No no wheels. Yeah. That's I, slim.
1: Damn. Uh, I've only oh. taken a – I, I think last time I checked a pedal board. Or not checked, but um, – Brought it as a carry-on it definitely got like they're like all right hold up hold up hold up we're gonna have you step aside sir we're gonna swipe this thing for uh like the bomb sniffers or whatever and
0: yeah
1: no I, a, they I, I like a coffee filter over it punch in a machine I'm like cool you're not a terrorist i'm like thanks i knew that well
0: they didn't know that though
1: <laughs> which concerns me is there something about the way i look that would give that appearance Better.
0: well you know white men
1: Mm-hmm. I'm part Middle Eastern, thank you.
0: You are, yeah, yeah.
1: I am. What, I am. which part? Lebanese. Mm. And somehow the only people that notice it are TSA agents. I swear.
0: Uh, one of my favorite jokes in Mean Girls was um, that uh, Janet Janice Ian she was called a lesbian, and then later she says that she's Lebanese. So you kind of mm-hmm. understand much later like, oh, that's where they got that. That's where they got that she was a lesbian from.
1: Yeah, no. Uh,
0: it took me a while.
1: I had a family member who um, – a male family member who was comforting a friend of his who was a girl in middle school because she had been called a lesbian and she was, I don't like a lesbian because that was a bad thing at the time. Um,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, he's like don't worry I, I, I'm part le- lesbian too And she's oh, just super confused It just yeah Totally God, happened um, so Yep that, that joke will never get old in this household <laughs> Yep
0: I'm part lesbian too Yep Someone's just gonna pull that I'm part lesbian too
1: Well, other than that, I mean, I don't know. Nothing else really stands out to me. Nothing that I'm looking at going, I wish I had more money in my bank account outside of those options. that's
0: that's generally the feeling of of when lots of things get announced. But, you know, I'm supposedly going to get those new walrus pedals to to try out. So I'll do a little mini stereo board, uh, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. um, Because I also have the Juliana, which is a stereo chorus slash vibrato.
1: Right, right. So I guess you just need a drive pedal in front of that and
0: maybe I do. Maybe I don't.
1: Or maybe you just use the drive from the, uh, the ACS one hip cab simulator one.
0: I don't know how much gain that has on tap
1: or if it's going to be a desirable gain. I, I, I know that's the concern with the uh, 48 kilohertz is how is it going to handle dirt? Yeah. How is it going to handle dirt itself and how is it going to handle dirt being put into it? Curious. Yeah,
0: definitely need to test that out. Test those. The watery.
1: iridium shines so well there. So, I, I, in terms of really sound does. quality, it's I think it's a tall order to ask the uh ask something else to also pull off the ability to take dirt well.
0: I mean, shoot, I can demo boost pedals with the iridium, and I think it sounds pretty good. Sure. Yeah. But sometimes I don't. Um, nice. Well, that's that's really all I've got for today. I don't remember if there's anything else I wanted to say. Please check us out on Patreon. Please check us out at getoffsetpodcast.com slash shop. Um, use our Sweetwater and Reverb affiliate links. Thank you to everyone who's done that. Someone spent like $1,200 with, with our Reverb link.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: I like it when that happens.
1: I'm trying to convince a buddy of mine to he's he keeps coming back. He's like, "Should I buy this fender? Should I buy this fender?" I'm like, "Yes, but also like use the affiliate link."
0: Yeah. <laughs> like
1: texting him, he's like, "Wait, you have a what?" <laughs> My friends from college. He's like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." I didn't realize your podcast is like kind so big. I'm like, "Yeah, maybe might big have." Enough. it's like don't you have like 30 listeners a week like at a zero
0: (laughs) at least a zero
1: at least yeah yeah. (laughs) um that was a funny conversation
0: funny i think our average yeah our average in this year has been you know more than more than that more than 30
1: more than 30 and to all of the more than 30 of you out there listening right now thank you for watching
0: thanks for listening
1: Thank you for understanding all of my ill-advised rants that I'm sure I'll get angry messages about later for.
0: Yell at Andrew about Gibson don't yell at me about it.
1: Sure. Yell at me. That's what, fine.
0: What else what else are people going to yell at you about this week?
1: I'm sure they'll find something to yell at me for. That's fine. I I don't have an ego. That's I I don't have an ego to defend. I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm willing to be wrong. That's fine. All That's I ask great. is to give me give me your argument nicely. Don't, don't actually yell at me, but like if we want to have a conversation, I'll have that conversation. In fact, if you join the Patreon, I'll have that conversation all day. I do frequently. I've had the Gibson conversation with a couple of the folks in there several times over now. It's been great. And I have been proven wrong and that's fine.
0: Being being wrong is cool because you get to learn something.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah. I am, I'm not above being wrong by any stretch of the imagination. And uh, for $5 a month, you can have the opportunity to privately tell me that I'm very wrong.
0: I'm sorry. I just got a YouTube. I mean, um, a Facebook ad for Colton cases. And it was just somebody throwing a guitar in one of their cases off of the roof of their warehouse. Then a woman coming up with a legit like flamethrower and burning the case and then another guy coming up and putting the fire out and then a car driving over it and then backing up over it. And now they're about to. Yeah. I saw that. Huh? I hadn't seen that. Oh, he got hit. He got hit by the car again. (laughs) I think this is a great ad.
1: Um, Let me see here. I know Dylan McCurchy is great at destroying guitars with his truck. And I know Ryan Burke likes to throw things.
0: He threw, well, that was for the children.
1: <laughs> Brian
0: threw that guitar off of a bridge for the children.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I feel like there's got to be someone that they could hire to do a video where they independently test the theory.
2: I would,
0: I would, I would, I would, I would do something with that.
2: Oh, I, have, I, 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 have, I live you. on,
0: I live on a third floor. Uh, I have three floors. I'll throw it off a third floor. Well, you
1: have three floors and, um, or we could take it into the city, um, and, uh, break it in there.
0: For, throw it in front of a bus. That wouldn't, that's not illegal at all.
1: Yeah, it's not like they're prosecuting for any property damage right now. Anyways. So.
0: <laughs> okay. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Sorry. Okay, is everybody. that uh, like, too
1: spicy for like, right now? Please,
0: please like, comment, subscribe, and, um, rate and review on iTunes. That really helps us until next time. My name is Emily.
1: My name is Andrew. Bye. Bye. Bye.